welcome to this morning's podcast. I'm Jessie, your host, and you're listening to the Writing Huddle podcast. Today, we have with us Mrs. Diabred 1 and Mrs. Diabred 2, two featured characters based in Dylan Thomas's up-and-coming short radio drama. Many of our listeners have been curious over the reaction of your Welsh village to Dylan Thomas's radio drama Under Milkwood. Today, we're here to explore the execution, creation, and the reaction of Dylan Thomas's cleverly constructed depiction of their village. The characters are the people who live in the village and the play begins with letting the audiences into the dreams via an introduction from the narrator. There is then a kind of day in the life in the village before they finally go back to their dreams at the end. Good morning ladies, thank you for being here today. Could you give us an insight view as to what it was like post the publishment of Thomas's radio play? Good morning, thank you so much for having us. It was absolute mayhem to the highest order after the release, wasn't it Mrs Diabret too? Hello, good morning all. Oh, definitely. I don't think anyone went more ballistic about their character than Polly Garter. She's a few curse words there, saved for Thomas. Now, ladies, how does it feel to be featured as a character in Thomas's writings? I think it's absolutely fantastic, our little town finally on the map. Although in areas of Thomas's writings, I understand the need for humour, but he's taken it too far by constructing us as the personification of Welsh stereotypes. He portrayed me as a ditzy, plain housewife. Am I really ditzy too? Oh, here we go. I don't actually mind how my character was portrayed at all. Actually, I think he hit the nail right on the head. His metaphoric reference, Gypsy to Kill, I don't think there's any other way to describe me. So ladies, Under Milkwood is memorable for its insight into the human character and it's presented with such fanciful humour. What are your thoughts on this idea? I found when I was reading this play, it was really quite rich in evocative language, often playful and surreal. You could consider the use of imagery and unusual juxtaposition of the words and thoughts, the poetry of the piece and the way the voices are interwoven to build up a tapestry of thoughts and actions. I think the humour and the juxtaposition of the comedy are important to the effect of the intentions of the play. All the characters are of course based on real people and experiences, but Certain features of the character seem more exaggerated in a hyperbolic manner. Well, yes, of course, Mrs. Dybrecht, too, I agree, but I guess that's just show business. He explores a human character in exaggerated detail in which, I guess, inflicts a sort of fanciful, humoristic tone, if you can see the drama in that perspective. Oh, yes, of course, ladies, completely. His text can be seen from multiple perspectives, which can create controversy. And within Under Milkwood... Dylan Thomas captures the hearts of his audiences through his simultaneous, rich and hallucinatory language. To what extent do you believe this statement is true in accordance to your own perception of your own character? You see, the universal balance is one thing you need to understand. Everything has its own place and there is a place for everything. Thomas seems to use simple yet complex language to really draw in audiences into our lives within Larragabub. Yes, of course he does, Mrs. Diabred too, and from there audiences are drawn in through the curiosity of what is to become of a small village with vivid dreams. And therefore, ladies, do you believe Thomas was really able to display complex themes and ideas in Under Milkwood's simple and unconventional yet clever structure? Well, for example, he uses the concept of passing of time as a key theme in his little radio drama play. And he seems to emphasise through numerous references and echoed in the chronological structure of the play in which we begin during the night, see a full day, and start the next night at the end. Our community and relationships can be considered another important concept, as people and places interact and connect to show how places emphasise character and vice versa. 
Religion and nature are also important complex ideas, although his writing seems simple and childlike. Yes, Mrs. Dyer read too, I agree with that as well. Like, for example, listen to the beginning line, to begin at the beginning. Now, isn't that a biblical illusion if I'd ever seen one? It sort of invites the audience to associate the town with, with religion and considers its place in village life. The connection between the two is clear. It is in the style and the content. There is a parallel rhythm and imitation. Both use the words and are concerned with the beginning. This in the time just before the appearance of life on earth. Thomas's beginning is both the beginning of a new day in the life of Laragabub and the literary symbolic level an echo of the beginning of the world and life. Wow, ladies, that's some amazing observations. So do you believe Underworkwood has used symbolism to bring clarity into its insights on the human experience? Oh yes, definitely, Jessie. The symbolism of light to dark as night falls again, the memories and voices of the dead press over more closely onto the living. This is shown within the emotive hyperbolic extract. Remember me, I have forgotten you. I am going into the darkness, the darkness forever now, intones Rosie Roberts to Captain Cat. Oh, Mrs. Diabreadwan, what a sweet, sweet couple they were. Oh, and remember the metaphoric onomatopoeia? Silences and echoes of the passages of the internal night, from whence these voices come, are also where we rest, sleep and dream, and where the dead can return to us. Thomas applies this elsewhere. Can have no dominion? There is a great calm of relevance about the cradling darkness and under milkwood, comforting a complete welcome to a respite as well as a realm of fantasy. Absolutely, ladies, Thomas's unconventional use of language is quite compelling. Well, thank you for your time, ladies. We might wrap things up there. Hopefully sharing your thoughts and insight on Dylan Thomas's radio play drama, your notes will be carried forward for their sequel, perhaps. Oh, this is over. Thank the spirits. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a real pleasure. Ta. Well, again, thank you for coming in, ladies. I think we've gotten a fair share of our scoop on the Undermilkwood. And until next time, this is your host, Jessie, and you're listening to The Writing Huddle. (laughs) 